Welcome to Family Tech Talk, the show that helps you be the tech expert of your home. From interviews with lifestyle experts on how they use technology to tech tips and the latest news. No matter what your skill level is with Family Tech Talk, you can be the person all your friends and family go to for tech advice. Let's get right into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to Family Tech, where you get to be the tech expert of your home. And today I'm actually really excited. I mean, I think I say I'm really excited about my guests like every week, so it's losing its oomph. But but today I am talking to the head of law enforcement outreach at SNAP. So we're talking Snapchat today, people. Uh, and this is Rachel Hawkhauser. And I'm hoping I s- said your name yeah, correctly. You got it. You got it. Hi, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with this company called Snapchat. Yeah, sure. So um, I, as we were just saying right before we joined, I hail from New York City. And I was a prosecutor in New York um, and also for a period of time in The Hague. Um, but over, over all together about 20 years. And I spent a lot of time prosecuting crimes against children and investigating crimes against children, um, safety in general, and also safety of younger people. So has always been like at the core of my work, my whole life, very mission driven. And I was really lucky to find a home amongst people who had, you know, the same feeling um, and the same dedication to that mission on our safety operations team at Snapchat. So um, that's kind of, that's in, in encapsulating my whole life into about two minutes. That, that's, <laughs> that's been my journey. So where, so I'm the head of law enforcement outreach at Snap. And I also work within our safety operations teams as a strategic advisor. So really trying to bring in the information that we get from law enforcement, from parents, from educators, from all of those really important communities and, you know, bring it back into the company and make sure that we're responding to it. That's awesome. Um, So if you have any questions at all for Rachel uh, during this, I've got some really hard hitting questions for her too. So uh, make sure you get those in the comments and we will definitely address those. Um, So the first one I've got, uh, and we're going to start right off the bat, you know, hitting hard on Rachel today. (laughs) So I know you're up for the test. Getting nervous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So Snapchat appears in the news a lot for being a problematic platform for teens. Um, So what are some of the things that Snapchat is doing to help protect teens? Yeah, so actually, thank you for asking that question. Um, You know, let me say first that Snapchat is a product that was designed for people over the the people 13 and over to connect with real friends, people that they actually know in real life. And it's designed, so, so it's really designed in a lot of ways in order to minimize, um, being connected with or being contacted by people that you don't know people that we, we don't want contacting teens, right? Strangers. And so um, there's a lot of things that we do in the architecture uh, of the of Snapchat itself, so of the product, in order to make that uh, and make that the case, right? So we don't have, for example, public friends lists, right? You can't see who teenagers who are using Snap, you can't Snapchat, you can't see who they're friends with. Um, and we make it hard to connect with people who you don't actually like have some connection to already. So either common friends or are in your address book. We just rolled out a series of protections um, specifically for our teen users in September, including things like, you know, an interstitial that pops up. So um, if you're getting that sort of suspicious friend request from somebody that you don't have those connections to, there's now like a prompt that will basically say, Honestly, I don't I don't have the actual words, (laughs) but it basically says like, hey, are you sure you want to be connected to this person? Um, And so, um, you know, there's there. We also have um, very strict, like stringent um, privacy settings that are set to private, like 
set off by default. For example, our geolocation sharing, a lot of people use the Snap Map, um, but you have to opt in to use the Snap Map. So you have to turn it on um, and it's, it's set off by default and you can control within it um, who sees your location and who doesn't. It's not like if you turn it on, you turn it on for everybody. Um, and I know I, I, I'm going to suspect that we're going to talk about this a little bit more later, but also about, I think it was about 18 months ago, we also rolled out our family center, which is our parent where we, where our parent controls live. Um, and so, uh, it's a way for parents to get on the app and connect with their kids' accounts and really have insight into how their kids are spending a time on the app. Um, and then, you know, finally, I'll say one of the really important things about protecting teens online and, and on Snapchat is educating their parents uh, and the grownups in their lives, um, not just educating them, but like empowering them, giving them tools and knowledge to help them make the decisions uh, for their family that are best and have those conversations with their kids. And so we just um, we just started a microsite called, and you saw me just glance because sometimes I reverse the, the, <laughs> the, the words. It's parents.snapchat.com. So I'm going to say it. Oh, nice. Yeah, parents.snapchat.com. And on that site, we have videos um, that are available that explain, actually explain the app. Um, <laughs> you know, That's actually good. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, I'm 44. Whenever I get on Snapchat, I'm like, I'm too old to be here. I, I don't get you it. You are not too old to be there, but that's, but I feel you. I mean, I'm 50 and, you know, before I joined Snapchat. I had never said I had an account because I liked to put, you know, the filters on my kids' faces, but I had never sent anybody a message because my peers weren't on it. Yeah. Um, and so what we found, not just from my own personal experience, <laughs> but you know, from speaking to people like you and other family, you know, other adult other parents and educators, members of law enforcement also that um, they just don't, they don't have familiarity with the application. So on our parents' microsite, we've um, just launched uh, sort of a YouTube, mic, uh, a YouTube explainer series to familiarize um, the important adults in teens' lives with the app so they can see where their kids are spending time, understand it. And of course, if that's not just because we want you in the app, it's because, yeah. <laughs> it's because in order to to talk to your kids about what dangers they have to be aware of and alert to, you have to understand the environment that you're talking about, right? So, yeah. so there's videos about like videos about um, the app itself, videos about um, about what uh, what dangers there might be, so what to be on the alert for, and just. Uh, in order, the goal is to empower uh, adults and parents to to really um, be able to have those conversations so that they can make the best choice for their families and participate with their um, with their teens in those choices. Yeah, I always say be where your teen is sharing. Um, and I think that's so important to be on the same platform. You don't have to interact with your teen on the platform, but just be there and understand what's going on for sure. So that's great. That's a great resource. Parents.snapchat.com. Um, definitely right. check that out, people. Um, and you can get the family center through it also. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the family center, that's actually one of um, one of my most viewed videos is just a really quick short on how to set up the family pairing for, um, or I guess family. I'm like, what do you guys call it? <laughs> like it's called pairing yeah, in pair TikTok. But... How to pair your account. With yeah, you. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so you do have to have your own Snapchat account to manage or monitor your child's Snapchat account. So again, you know, get yourself an account. It might be scary. You don't have to like, you know, snap your friends all the time, but. Well, but I will say though, even though to participate in Family Center, you do need your own account. But right. if you wanted to report a problem to us, you don't need an account to report a problem to us. You can go to our safety center and report an account online as well. And so um, there's multiple ways in to talk to us and communicate with us, um, even if you're not on the app. 
Got it. That's, that's very good to know. Um, so I, and you, we kind of just touched on this already and this is my next question. Like a lot of parents are not aware of these controls. Yeah. So, um, what are you trying to do to try and get that word out, you know, about parents.snapchat.com? Cause that's a great resource, but if parents don't even know about it, what, what are you trying to do to get that out there? Yeah. So great question. One thing is like, hi, <laughs> I'm here talking Hello, to you. Family tech yes. viewers. <laughs> Hello, family tech. Um, you know, and, and obviously it's not just me out here doing it. We have a lot of team members who are out here taking these kinds of opportunities to, to talk to parents where they are um, and also educators. And we've also been working with um, school resource officers because we understand and the national association of school resource officers, because those are the adults, whether it's school safety, parents, educators, those are the adults that we, you know, we want to be giving these tools to and making aware. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're out kind of evangelizing these resources wherever we can. Yeah, that's great. Um, something interesting, and maybe you guys have thought of this too, and maybe you guys have done something like this too, but I got a mailer from TikTok about like the parental controls in TikTok. And I was like, oh, interesting that they would like send me a little like pamphlet yes. in the mail. Um, so maybe something like that too might be, yeah, might be good. That's, just a I, that's a great idea. I mean, to, to your point, where we we're constantly thinking of ways and talking about way, other ways to 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 reach people, um, and not just to not just to let them know about what we have, like to let them know about Family Center, let them know about Parents.Snapchat.com. We did have like a big kind of press and press. Uh, we had a lot of we were talking to a lot of members of the press to try to get it out. Also, we have a safety and impact impact blog, but also we're out there because we want the input from, from those right. communities, right? We also want to know what your experience is because it helps us to, to do better. And our work is never done, right? We, we all know that it's just, there's not, it's not like we roll it out and then we're like, all right, we're done, you know, we're done here. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the beginning. And then we start iterating on it and trying to improve it and always talking and thinking about it. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to, talk to the team about a mailer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I was shocked and like and it wasn't just because of like, you know, of who I am, like literally my entire neighborhood got this mailer um from TikTok and I'm like, "Oh, this is like super interesting." And it was like a, you know, a few pages just like how to set up the parental controls in TikTok and you're like, "Oh." Yeah. Right. Well, it goes to the what we were just talking about, right? About meeting people where they are. So, yeah. if the parents are at their mailbox right. and not <laughs> not online. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hopefully um you know, I don't get a lot of mail anymore. So it's like, oh, look, <laughs> something new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah strange. <laughs> strange that people would be mailing me things. Um, so like even with these controls and uh, you said you're you know, talking to people, trying to figure out what else you can do, like what else do you think is kind of on the horizon? I mean, what you can talk about um, for you know, improvements to the print, the parent center and, and all of that. Is there you know, things you're doing to like in the future to keep kids safer? Yeah. So, um, there were, you know, as I said, we just rolled out a number of things in September. We're continuing to improve like on family center. We just rolled out increased content controls for safer, um, or more bespoke, uh, content experience, uh, for, for teens, um, and, you know, I know we're looking at this right now. We're very, very uh, focused also on talking about and thinking about age verification and what we can um, what we can do there. Um, and it's just it's it's a it's a honestly a never ending process. Um, and so in addition to the you know some of the the other imp recent improvements that I just talked about, it, we're always talking about how to improve the um, the product itself, and also how to get out in in the world and make sure that people understand um, what we're doing. Because fundamentally, as I think it's sort of where I started, um, we want people on Snapchat, and in particularly young people on Snapchat, to be able to communicate in a safe, fun way with one another. Like, yeah. and we want it to be. 
um, a, a hostile environment for bad actors. We just, um, we don't want, um, you know, we want it to be a, a, a safe, fun place. That's why we, that's why, that, that's why we made Snapchat. Right. Um, so, and we also work, you know, when, when, um, we do a lot of work also with law enforcement and with the authorities, um, to, uh, to, uh, support investigations, um, when bad things do happen. Yeah. Um, a, a couple of, I mean, this is totally unrelated to like kids, but like with law enforcement and criminal behavior, um, I, I follow a lot of court cases. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with like the court process. So, um, I was watching the Murdoch trial and one of yeah. the like key pieces of evidence in the Murdoch trial was actually a Snapchat that, um, that Paul yeah. had sent. So, um, so just super interesting how, you know, people think like these are disappearing messages and things like that, but you know, when it comes down to it, like if you're going to do criminal behavior, that's probably still not the best platform to be using because yeah. it's going to come out. Yeah. Yeah, it's and that was one of our team members, Heidi, who testified in. I uh, watched in, that whole testimony. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell her in the in the Murdoch trial, and it's it's a great example, actually. Uh, yeah. And obviously, that the crime had nothing to do with Snapchat. Right. Um, so it was evidence in the in the trial, and it's a great example and a great lesson for all the parents who are listening right now to talk to your kids about, and you could even use it as an example that. There, there isn't, you know, this idea of anonymity online or, oh, I could, you know, everything just disappears. You know, there's, um, there, there's like, we have a law enforcement operations team and a safety operations team. We are constantly getting requests from law enforcement to preserve data connected to investigations. And we're doing that on a routine basis. Yeah. Um, and then you know they they send legal process afterwards, and we provide data. And so there's um, while you know while some data does delete by default, this idea that um, that it's all just disappearing and you can act with impunity is um, not true. Right. <laughs> Good. I mean, I I know you get that, but like that's definitely one thing I'm like trying to instill in like children and other people. Like, hey, you know, you might think that there's this like anonymous and you know private behavior, but you know nothing you do online is private. So right, there's all kinds of circumstances in which we're we're preserving and providing data, you know, pursuant to legal process, and then also actually we do also do it voluntarily without legal process where there's an imminent threat to human life and. We see a lot of situations, um, you know, related to the sort of teenagers in their settings. So, and so that we disclose data on those situations. So things like juveniles who have gone missing, you know, okay. teens who have gone missing or threats to schools, um, threats of self-harm, things like that, where we're, we're proactively escalating or escalating data to law enforcement to assist those people or to, to to warn um, or uh, or responding to law enforcement requests in an imminent in, in an imminent threat to life situation. Yeah, that's great. Um, one of the big problems that I see, and and I see this constantly, of children who are underage joining the platform, and this is with their parents' consent. Like, yes. you know, the parent will be saying something, oh, you know, my 11-year-old has Snapchat and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, why does your 11-year-old have Snapchat? Um, so like the parent completely knows about it and is allowing their children under the age of 13 to join the platform. Is there anything you guys are doing to try like inform parents about this or like to actively try and shut these accounts down or yeah. uh, you know, so, what are you trying to do? Yeah. So it's a great question. And one we get asked a lot because, um, sort of age verification or keeping younger users, keeping users off of um, platforms that are that are not designed for people their age is it's really like an industry wide challenge. Sure. Um, and so and and so it's a challenge for us <laughs> as, yeah. as well. Um, and we're working across the industry. We work with a lot of partners to try to figure out solutions. One thing that we that we do current like I can kind of talk about what we do currently and then we can talk and then I, uh, I can mention some other sort of things we're thinking about. But sure. for example, if we find out that a an account belongs to somebody under the age of 13, we will delete that account from Snapchat. So yeah. it's not it, our platform. We we're, we're saying it, you know, 
we're saying it loudly, it is designed for people 13 and up. So when we find out about uh, accounts that are being used or belong to people under that age, we will delete them from the platform. Um, we also have certain sort of uh, gating mechanisms in place uh, to prevent people from from changing their dates of birth. Um, so and and in order, so you know, if a teenager signs up with their true age and then um, and then wants to change it later to make themselves older, um, we you know we have mechanisms on the back end to prevent uh, to prevent that kind of a changing of your or falsification of your of your date of your birth date just by changing it um, right so uh yeah and then the other thing i would say to parents who are doing it you know with the knowledge who are assisting your kids in doing it is that we do have a lot of protections built in for our younger users and if you assist your child also in signing up with a false age they may not get those protections. So a lot of the increased um, uh, vigilance that we have around making sure that younger users are not uh, contacted, the, the 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 steps we have in place specific to younger users having a you know a, a, a safer contact experience. You don't get it if you sign up as a right. as a forty five year old. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, and so that's important for parents to think about when they're, when they're, you know, talking to their kids about signing up. So it's, it's, my recommendation would always be to make sure that if you're signing up uh, for Snapchat with your child, that you make sure they're putting in their true age and also that you to decide together on an appropriate username, one that doesn't indicate their, their, uh, you know, that they're 14 mm -hmm. um, and one that doesn't, uh, you know, uh, convey something to the world that you as a parent does, don't want your 14 year old conveying to the world. Yeah. Like any personal identifiable information, definitely leave that yeah. out of the username for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, so speaking about age verification, and you know, I'm I'm not a fan of age verification. So um, I know that's like a real rock and a hard place for yeah. platforms like yourself, like where I'm I'm against children under the age of 13 joining the platform, but I also don't want to verify my age on the platform. So yeah. it's you know it's a very hard place to be in. But um, but there's laws coming out that again I'm not a fan of. Um, so especially like I'm in Utah and Utah passed a social media law that has a lot of age verification components to it um, with other restrictions. Like what are your thoughts on these laws uh, for social media platforms? Yeah. So without, without commenting on any specific legislation in particular, um, it's, you really, I can't do better than you did in talking and <laughs> nailing down or exposing kind of what's hard, right, about these right. conversations. Um, and there's, you know, we're doing some work on the on the back end that I've talked about about to to kind of uh, detect or age gate. Um, but in terms of actual age verification, like one of one of the options that we you know talk about internally which seems like it it could be a good option is doing it at the operating system level right so uh, it's within the app store or on the at the, at the device level so that um, whatever age verification is is process happens happens there and all the apps um, then get the same information and it's done automatically and it's not piecemeal. And I kind actually of love that. Uh, I'm, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we've solved it all right here. I right. Know. We just did it. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of conversation in the industry about it. That's certainly, that's one, you know, option. Um, and so I think what I can really say, which is maybe not all that satisfying, is that everybody's very focused on it now, and we certainly are oh, as well sure. on the conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think uh, that Snap is going to respond to any of these? Because um, I, I know in Arkansas there was a conglomerate of like Meta and and everyone 
um, that got the a federal judge to kind of uh, delay the start of one of these laws. Um, but do you think there will be pushback from Snapchat in particular, or would you probably join in that? I don't know. I, I can't really talk about yeah. sort of pending. <laughs> pending what? Like, Come on. Yeah, I know. Pending. <laughs> I, I was in my former life, as you as I've told you. Right. So I'm going to, I'm just going to say I can't comment on any, uh, you know, potential litigation or pending litigation or anything like totally that. Totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, I will say, and I mean, I'm sure your lawyers have already like pinpointed this too. Um, I dug through the Utah law like extensively and like, you know, marked the whole thing yeah. up and all the, like, there was a lot of exceptions of like what is considered a social media platform that would like be subject to these rules. And most of them, I was like, well, this excludes Snapchat. This excludes Instagram. This excludes Pinterest. Like yeah. really all of the ones that they would probably be the most concerned about could be excluded based on like their exclusions. The one yeah. that caught my eye with Snapchat was that the primary function is to like is communication um, between two people, which I think the, the Snapchat definitely falls under. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't, I don't, I'm not an expert on the laws and I'm not even on our legal team. So I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to step anywhere so, near kind of yeah. even agreeing with you or disagreeing with you about your interpretation of, yeah. of the law. I will say, um, I guess just as sort of a big picture point of view on a lot of these laws about, uh, or proposed laws or things that are happening in the States, um, about online safety and online protection of children that, um, you know, there's, we, um, we're certainly talking to people who are engaged in that work, um, at a company level. And I think that there's, there's, you know, support, um, for, for the idea, uh, especially of some federal, federal response, like a well thought out, well crafted federal response so that, um, you know, so that there's not 50 states with 50 different <laughs> regulations and laws. And that that's that's certainly a complexity. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I mean, I, that's yeah. a very general statement. And I, yeah. I think it's as much as I can probably say. <laughs> Like, and that's it. I can't say anymore. Um, so let's get out of the less comfortable area then. Um, kids really have a false sense of privacy. And we talked about this a bit. Um, are you doing anything to help them understand that, like, even though it says, like, it's been screenshot, which is great. You know, if you, if you screenshot a Snapchat, it'll say, like, oh, your your Snapchat has been screenshot. Uh, but, you know, obviously there's other ways to record. You know, I've got, like, a zillion devices here. I can record yeah. something from another device. Um, so is there anything you guys are doing to kind of help kids understand that, you know, nothing's actually really private? Yeah, so, you know, we did, like, the the... It is important to understand that we did we did build Snapchat as like a privacy you know a privacy focused company uh, application and and, and uh, there's a lot of really great reasons for that like the architecture of Snapchat the idea that things delete by default um, after a period of time and by the way it's a period of time that can be also modified by the user and choice you know you can save things as well um, but. You know, the reason for that is is because it's built to mimic uh, real life interactions, right? And so it and uh, so that um, you know, there's not usually. I was about to say in this conversation, but maybe we are being recorded in this. Car. We are, you know, we are. We are. It's gonna be lit. Yeah. 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 Um, but like, if if you and I were having this conversation over coffee in a coffee shop, there's not gonna be like a long term record of it. Um, you know, this idea that kids go off to college with you know 20 years of or not 20 years, but six years of. <laughs> I don't know. They're like. 60, <laughs> but they go off to college with, you know, five years of scrollable comments and material and photographs and everything kind of trailing them and all of this data. Um, so this, that's not, you know, that's kind of not our model, right? So um, it, it, it's, we're trying to not have the pressure to build 
um, to build kind of followings and likes and the perfectionism and and all of and all of that. So I just want to point out there's like there's a there's also like a sort of a purposeful intention um, behind the delete by default um, you know model that it that is is thoughtful um, and but like I said before we're we're providing data daily to members of law enforcement who are in, you know asking they're asking for us to preserve the data and we're preserving it they're giving us legal process that requires us to disclose it and we're disclosing it you know in accordance with valid legal process um and there's there are a lot of uh instances and I, I don't want to get too like in the weeds here, but there's a lot of instances in which we're m maintaining this uh, various kinds of data on the platform. So this idea again that um, that there's you know impunity or anonymity um, for bad actions um, or exploitation of Snapchat to do bad things. Um, or to do things that are against our terms of service, our community guidelines, and our community guidelines are out there on, you know, they're on our website, take a look. <laughs> um, it, that that's, that's a false, um, that's, you know, that's a, that's a false uh, assumption. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But is there any, like, I mean, cause kids might not understand that. Like, so yeah. is there any active thing to, to help kids like, see that, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, we, we talk about it on, online, we go out into the, you know, community talking about it. I think, you know, there's, I think a lot of the, a lot of our users know the ways also in which data is being saved. Like not everybody, it's not all just, a lot of people are saving their data in their application as they're using it. Um, you know, especially the prolific users of the app. Um, and there's, there's messaging also, uh, you know, um, we, we're, we're clear in the application when something is being saved. Right, right. right. So people, so users can see it, not only take yeah, the yeah. app, they can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, like, and I'm just throwing this out there, but like, you know, maybe some sort of like pop up when they like first you know, occasionally, because like, so like Instagram, you can set up a thing where, you know, like, hey, you've been on here too long or like, you know, TikTok, you can, you know, set up like time limits and stuff like that. Whereas like Snapchat, I don't think it's necessarily a like thing where you're getting sucked into and you're, you know, hanging out there all the time. But, you know, just like a little notice, like, hey, just, you know, even though these like disappear, you know, don't think that, it can't get out there, you know, or something like yeah. that, you know, just like a little, like, cause I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent, I'm an active parent. I make sure my kids understand that, but I don't yeah. think there's a lot of parents that do, you know? And so there's, you know, you're around my age, the whole three-way phone call back when we were, <laughs> you know, Yes. Adding somebody surreptitiously to your phone call. Right. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, so it's not just about like sextortion or anything like that, but like, Hey, did you see what so-and-so said about you? You know, and they've recorded it from like another phone. And then, right. you know, they're like, Oh, I like, I didn't, I, I thought I was having a private conversation, you know? And so I, I just think helping kids understand the, the nature of privacy online um, I think yeah. could be helpful, you know. Right. And delivering and trying to deliver it to them where they are. I mean, right. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, a, a good suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but speaking of suggestions, let's talk about streaks. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so one thing that makes Snapchat super addictive for teens is streaks. Um, and I know teens that will like give their Snapchat password to a friend when they're <laughs> grounded or, you know, they're going on vacation and they're not going to have access just to keep their streaks alive because they like live and die by these streaks and measure their relationship status by how long their streaks are. Um, so is there anything that Snapchat, I mean, I, obviously it's a great feature for Snapchat cause it keeps people coming back to the platform every day, but, um, but I don't know, what are your thoughts on streaks? 
Yeah. So my thoughts on streaks are, well, first of all, for anybody, anybody who doesn't know, um, who's watching streaks, yeah. are, Good yes. call. <laughs> streaks are essentially, um, you get like a little emoji on your conversation. So let's say the two of us have a conversation going on Snapchat, just, just the two of us, a one-on-one conversation. And every time, every time I send a snap, like it to every, we, we exchange snaps back and forth um, on a daily basis. And that's going to be our streak. And the streak is going to be represented by a little emoji, like a little uh, emoji on, uh, on our chat, right? Like within our, within our friendship, the way our friendship is represented. Um, so, um, for one thing, just to, so it's only visible within to us, right? So I can't look at your, um, your account and see where your, um, streak is with anybody else. Um, and so it is, um, it is uh, like vo- voluntary, right? Like we don't, sure. we don't push it. We don't, well, we yeah. don't like push notifications, um, oh, okay. you know, about like, hey, make sure you check in on that streak, right? I would just like, I have, for Wordle. I have for Wordle every day. And yeah. I'm like, I forgot to do the Wordle, you know? <laughs> yeah, or like Duolingo, you're like, you're about to lose your streak. Oh, shoot, I need to get right. on there. Yeah. So we're not pushing people toward it. Um, so that's one that makes thing. Makes sense. That's good. Um, yeah. yeah. And we've also, um, you know, we've taken certain steps like minimizing uh, the, the size of the, of the emoji oh. um, to make it sort of less prominent. Um, we've extended the period of time before it expires. So with this, we've taken this feedback and we've done a few things, you know, like we've made, we've, uh, and we've also made it, uh, there's an easy path to restoration of your streak. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So, and, and candidly, it's one we keep talking about and thinking right. about. Um, so, you know, we hear you, the answer is yes. And right. <laughs> yes. yes we've done things. Um, yes, we've done things and we continue to, to, to think about it. Oh yeah. That's great. Um, and, and I like to tell parents too, like this is something that is important to your kids. Like if it's important to your kids. Um, and so when they are grounded, I like, you know, okay, I'll open Snapchat on my phone, you know, so you can like, you know, keep your streaks alive and like, and then close it out, you know? So you don't have to be completely, you know, take it all away and take away something that's important to your kid. Um, when they've grounded and I mean, sure, you know, don't let them, you know, hang out on Snapchat more, but you know, come on, you can keep your streak alive and, and then, you know, be done with it for the day. But, you know, I mean, as a fellow parent, what I want, what I, my response to that is similar to what I said in the beginning, which is the purpose of all of this for us is to help you understand what the app is doing, what that feature is, you know, what the feature is so that you can make whatever decision is right for your kid, where they are developmentally, how they socialize, what's important to them. And that's consistent with your family's values, right? So right. I'm not going to weigh in. I, family tech, you can weigh in <laughs> on whether on whether you, you know, keep your kid's streak going or not. I'm not going to weigh in. I'm just going to yeah. say what we want, it really is for you to understand it so that you can right. make the make the decision about that's right for your kid about about you know how to manage it responsibly. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um so since your job is related to law enforcement yeah. um and we've already kind of touched on this a little bit but what is Snapchat doing like specifically to work with law enforcement to get some of the criminal activity off the platform because I know I've heard of you know people selling drugs on Snapchat and you know trafficking images that have been sent um so yeah. what are you guys trying to do So we 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 do a few things um one is we detect uh we have proactive detection, right, of um, of content of content, right, um, public content. So um, we so we're looking in the public content for uh, you know for things like drugs, and we're pulling it down. Yeah, right. So that's one thing. We also encourage within the applicant both on our website, within the application and messages within the application, we really encourage our community to report to us when they see something bad, 
right? Yeah. And then we action those reports consistent with our policies and our, you know, our community guidelines. But it's it's really important that people report, not just block. Block is also great, right? You have right. a bad interaction, block the person who's what you know who's who's sending that that bad thing your way, but also report. You know, reporting is really important because what it lets us do is. Um, prevent that person from going, you know, from from going to the next person, right? From, the, from yeah. going to to whoever their next uh, potential um, person is. So, um, so you know, we do, and that messaging is built into the application also. And then we also try to make it really easy to report bad actors, right? Okay. So. Um, and then we're actioning those reports. So it's proactive. We're doing it proactively. We're doing it reactively um, to get the bad actor, you know, to to identify and get bad actors off the platform, whether it's in the drug space, whether it's in some kind of child exploitation space. Um, we also I, I think this is obvious, but we also report bad actors in the in the child sexual exploitation space to net the National Center of Missing for Missing and Exploited Children. Um, and then and we work and we work closely with them. Um, and then, uh, you know, on the on the other side, we, as I've said, like, you know, and this is something I keep mentioning it, maybe because I could talk about it all day as a former you know, member of law enforcement myself. Like we right. work, we have a very robust and productive relationship with um, law enforcement so that when something does occur, um, we're, you know, we're able to provide um, this like assist, uh, support um, as you know, for their investigations in a way that's, um, in a way that's appropriate. So, um, and we also, we do other things be, to communicate with the law enforcement community because they, they, I was about to say suffer. I don't know if suffer is the right <laughs> word, but like they have some of the same challenges that right. other adults of our age have in, in not understanding or not being familiar with the application. And so we do a lot of uh, work also on outreach to, to get out there and um, educate them about how they can get data from us, how they can communicate with us, um, what data we might have that would be relevant to them. Um, you know, in December, we're having a, our third annual virtual law enforcement summit where last year, I think we had 3,000 members of law enforcement that attended to watch that presentation. So, so that's the, that's a, that's a big, big long answer because it's, right. uh, it's, it's something I like to talk about. <laughs> well, no, I love that. Um, but, and one thing I didn't send to you that like, I just kind of thought of as we were talking is one of the big problems a lot of parents have with Snapchat is really the inability to like monitor what's happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and I know in the family center, you can see who your kid is talking to. You can see like how, how much they're talking to, you know, individual, like, okay, they talk to these people the most or, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and, and, and who those people are. But what I would love to see is more like, and I don't need to see every snap. I don't need to have access to all of that. But yeah. if there's like some sort of content warnings like if i have a kid that's under family center you mm -hmm. know and and they take a you know an inappropriate picture of themselves and send that like something that flags in the system like hey yeah. this was inappropriate or you know whatever um i think that would be really helpful for parents um to be a little bit more on board with snapchat if i know that you know if i if they do something that's inappropriate i will get flagged or notified of that. Like, yeah. So, I mean, for those, for those listeners who don't know sort of the, the structure of our family center, the way that our family center works is that um, it gives you, and this is based on a lot of research that we did with, with teens, with parents about um, what they would both be willing to engage in. Right. So, right. so, the, in order to um, use Family Center, the teen has to agree, the teen whose account it is has to agree, and the and the parent has to agree. And then they connect, they basically agree to connect their accounts. So um, some of this is also about like what parents said that they wanted and, and what teens would be, are willing, you know, to engage in with their parents without circumventing um, their parent, 
right? right, right. So, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. And so what it and what it does is the the model is, and I let you know, I actually, I mean, I you know, when I was young, we had, I've already told everybody how old I am. I don't know why, since I turned 50, I do that all. I'm like, well, I'm 50. So they, but I love getting older. It's fine. I'm like, I'm 44. Like, I feel like it gives me some sort of like street cred. Like, like you know. I don't know. Exactly. I not have to not tell everybody all the time how old I am. But anyway, so, um, but when I was young, we had, you know, a single phone line in our house right. and it was connected to the wall and I was allowed to use it and I would take it in my room on the long phone line and I would talk to people. And yeah. my, you know, my parents were not picking up, a, you know, like picking up the phone in to that same line in the other room and, and listening to my conversations. Correct. But, but you know, I'm telling you, and I know for a fact, they were certainly looking at the phone bills to see right. who I was talking to and when I was talking to them, right? And how often I was talking to people. So they, they, you know, they were keeping their eye on it and understanding who I was engaging with, even if they weren't like listening in on the conversations. And that's the model of our family center, right? Sure. So you can, it's empower, again, empowering parents, giving you the tools to have the conversations that you want to have, to look at that friend who's at the top of the list in, in family center and go, you know, Hey, I don't, I don't recognize this screen name, you know, Susie blank or whatever, you know, right. what is that. How do you know them? Yeah. yeah. How do you know them? Are they a friend from school? Whatever, whatever it is. Um, and so, so that's the, you know, that's the model. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I like that part of it, That that's just what I'm saying. Like if they're like, cause when I had my phone stretched, you know, to yeah. kingdom come into my bedroom, <laughs> um, I couldn't take naked pictures of myself and send them to you. So like, like I said, just like if they've agreed to the family center and we're connected, yeah. you know, some sort of flag that something inappropriate happened, I think would like, and like I said, because I don't care about your snaps. I like, I don't want to see like every single snap, but yeah. I would like to be notified if you have, you know, taken a naked picture of yourself and sent it to somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah. And the, yeah, I certainly understand understand that. Yeah. Um, and it also, you know, there's, there's, as I said, as I'm saying for all of these things, sure. right. There's the, there's like the sort of technical capabilities that we need to have in order to do something like that. And then the, you know, uh, um, and then the policy piece of it and they're all, you know, they're good ideas that we, that we talk about sure, um, and, and consider and have to consider also from the technical perspective. Yeah. Like, and I also don't even need to see the snap, like just flag me that something inappropriate happened, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think would be great because yeah. I and really so don't want to see it. <laughs> right. Right. And obviously a conversation that all, every parent listening here should be, um, I, I just said, I wasn't going to tell parents what to say to their kids, yeah. <laughs> but you know, should at least think about saying, right. you know, having that conversation with their kids about not sending um photographs of themselves that they we used to call it the new york times test but like you know if they wouldn't right. want to be on the cover of the new york times um not to be not to be sharing it on yeah the yeah and, and and back to like our earlier conversation like i feel like on snapchat it just gives them that false sense of privacy where they're like oh you know it's just gonna delete you know in 24 hours but they don't really know that you know like once they send it it's, it's out there, you know? Yeah. And it's, and it's certainly, uh, again, um, not a Snapchat that this one's not a Snapchat specific. Uh, no, no, for sure. Yeah, like they like, could send a text with the same thing. Yeah. Just as easily. It's also a real um, opportunity for, for education. Yeah. Um, for our kids who are just way more comfortable online than, those of us who lived in a universe where there was no online. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was even Apple iMessage will like blur out something that they've found that's inappropriate, you know, and you have to kind of opt into that. Um, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there are, there are things like that. There are options that we, you know, we certainly like consider and continue to talk about. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so is there anything else you wanted parents to know about Snapchat, the initiatives, 
Um, you know, definitely go visit parents.snapchat.com. I think that's an awesome resource that yeah. um, I'm trying to think parents.snapchat.com family center. Um, go where your kids are. That's what I, yes. Yeah. That's my own personal one, go where your kids are, you know, spend some time like, like understanding where they are both. So, so, you know, where they're spending time and mm -hmm. why not only what, like, not only so that you can talk to them about the, you know, about, um, the warning signs like of a stranger approaching or if some, you know, if something bad were to happen, but also so you can see like why they're spending time on there. Like what's fun right. about it, right? They, they like it. So it, it would be great to understand, to understand, uh, why for both of, for both of those reasons. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I don't know. Did I hit everything? Is there anything so. else? No. Yeah. No. Uh, we do have a couple comments here, so I'll, I'll pull this one up. Um, yes, our kids, even though they have been taught, do not believe that the dangers, etc., apply to them. Their friends certainly don't. Yeah. We need to be able to monitor to help them. Agree. Not every snap. <laughs> like totally agree with that one and then um on instagram over here we got uh, i can't pull it up but i'm happy to stumble on this chat because my kids are begging for snapchat so i think that's I hope uh, they're 13 or over that's right <laughs> yeah. as long as they're 13, 13 or over, over sign up for family center that's yeah and one of my yeah. Right, right. One of my best friends uh, recently sent me a Marco Polo was like, hey, so uh, her daughter, um, Jay, I'll just call her Jay, um, it wants to get Snapchat. Uh, you know, what what were what were your more thoughts on this? You know, because I'm an IT. She um, worked yeah. with me at the 18. Um, oh, the, the comment on Instagram said they are 14. So okay. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, hey, Jay wants to get Snapchat. What what were we thinking on Snapchat? And and I was like, now she's over 13, right? Because if she's under 13, uh-uh, no way. Uh, but she was also around, I think she's 13 or 14. And and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I think it's fine. Um, you know, just here's some of the, the warnings. And we've talked about most of them, um, you know, and I was like, you know, for her specifically, like, I wouldn't be worried about her taking like naked pictures. So you don't need to like hammer that one home. But what I would hammer home is the like the three-way phone call aspect like you know if you're going to talk bad about a friend you know just know that that can get back to that friend you know yeah. so make and sure the you're not the reporting and the blocking and you know uh, just sort of how to respond responsibly when there are conversations happening around you that you don't want to be a part of you know mm -hmm. i if i can finish with like a tiny anecdote or sometimes tell in this situation in this these conversations is like my kids um, you know, at six, we're get where I was at work. My our caregiver got caught was caught on the train. I live in Manhattan, so I'm probably giving away. I'm doing what I tell other people, and I'm giving away. <laughs> too much personal. I mean, there's only like five Rachels in Manhattan. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but my I was on the train. I I was at work. My caregiver was on the train, and uh, she called me and said, "I'm not going to get to the bus stop on time to pick up the kids." And I said, okay, so I couldn't get there on time either. I uh, called a uh, dad that who I know picks up his child at the same at the same stop. And I said to him, um, can you please pick up my kids? But I'm just going to tell you, they're probably not going to go with you. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and, he said, and he was like, oh, don't be ridiculous. They'll come with me. I see them around, you know, whatever. So he, and then he called me and it was pouring rain, of course. And he, then he called me, you know, 10 minutes later. And he said to me, can you talk to that? Like, can, you put, can I put them on FaceTime with you? And yeah. yeah. And I was super proud of them because they, yeah refused he was like can i buy you a donut <laughs> Look, donuts they were like red flags yeah. red flags red flags were popping up all over the place for them at six years old and that's because of course i had told them a thousand million times that i would never do what i just did which yes. somebody send somebody to pick them up that they weren't expecting who was going to say right. like your mom asked me to get you can i buy you a donut right <laughs> and so but so, and it's, it's a funny, it's a funny story and I am super proud of my kids. But, I have also, that's awesome. Yeah. 
it's an awesome story, but it's, it's, you know, we're not doing the same thing with our kids in the online space. And a lot of the time that's because we don't, we're not as comfortable as they are there and we don't understand where they're spending their time. Right. And Mm -hmm. so we need to, um, what we're hoping, what we at SNAP are trying to do is put out these resources, put out these, give these tools, give these resources to really empower parents to have those conversations and make those decisions um, and do it in the way that they believe are is right for their families. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a perfect thing to end on. I love that anecdote. <laughs> well, they're probably not going to go with you, but yeah, give it a try. <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to FaceTime me. And he was like, yeah, yeah no, it'll be fine. I was like, trust me, it's not going to be fine. Nope, not be fine. <laughs> yeah. But it's important to like, you instilled that into them. And we also need to have the same kind of conversations. You know, mm-hmm. for us, it was all the stranger danger, you know, don't mm-hmm. get in the white van with the like person giving out free puppies. Um, you know, that was right. instilled in us. And we're not kind of passing on that stranger danger to our kids with like the online space. So right, totally. and we're doing it also. I don't want to make it seem like it's just education. It's not like, it's not just that it's also like tools and resources and we're doing the proactive detection and we're, you know, we're, we're doing all of these things within the infrastructure of the application itself in order to make, uh, you know, in order to make sure or not sure, but in order to uh, make contacts, real contacts, right. Right. That to, and we're continuing to work on it and iterate it, but it's never going to be perfect. No. Yeah. And so the, the, the perfect piece comes with the addition of conversation and education and awareness. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I'm a huge fan of technology, obviously. Um, and I've been in IT for over 20 years. And uh, that's what thing I always say too. like, the technology is never going to be perfect. It's never going to completely shield your child from seeing pornography. They're going to see it. Um, you know, no matter how, you know, I have my house like Fort Knox, and yes. it's still going to get through, you know, even with all of my technical knowledge. Um so the technology is never going to be perfect. So yeah, you have to have those conversations and you have to make sure you are understanding what your kids are are understanding. Yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation, I have to say. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> I, I was like, ooh, Snapchat. I'm gonna... Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was really great. No, I think you guys are doing some really great things. And you know, the the one thing that always surprises people that I say, I mean, and not to, you know, bash on Snapchat or anything, but TikTok actually has the best parental controls built in of any social media platform. And anytime I say that people are always like, really TikTok, you know, people are so against TikTok and they're against Snapchat, but I'm like, you know, there, there are things here that can help it. And I I can't speak to TikTok because I'm actually, I'm not on TikTok, (laughs) but I will say, I hope, um, you know, I hope that it, that it, that you learned something, not you yeah. necessarily. No, I'm no, not, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hope that everybody who's listening learned something. I hope, right. uh, gave you at least pointed you to a place to go to learn something like to, to answer questions that you have. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess to leave you with the idea that there's a lot of people at the company who care about this deeply, um, and, you know, cared about it before, before we came to snap, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, it's really a cross-functional, like a huge company wide effort. Um, it's not just the people in safety ops. It's not just the people with my job in particular. It's really, it's in product, it's in legal, it's in policy, it's in engineering. We're, we're focused on making it a safe and happy place, um, for our users to, to be. So, yeah. um, Yeah, that was my point in mentioning TikTok was that like these apps that people are so scared of, like Snapchat and TikTok, and like there are things here that you can do to help make it a safer experience. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much, Rachel. It was wonderful. Oh, wait. uh, Would you repeat the name of the parent info? Parents or parents? Parents with an S. With an S. Snapchat.com. Snapchat.com. So that's. 
That's the website, parents.snapchat.com. And I will put that in the description of the YouTube video and in the description of the podcast as well. So, um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Learn how to use Snapchat down. Like, and that's another thing I always say, like download it yourself, check it out, you know, make sure you know everything that it can do. So uh, I really appreciate, um, appreciate you guys putting that website together of like not just like here's how parents can manage but this is like this is how to use snapchat yeah this is this is and we're and we're continuing to add to it so it's a you know it's a new microsite we're continuing to add new new uh new functionality and videos into the future so yeah check it out okay Fantastic. thank you, thank so, you much. so much yeah thank have you. a good day and we'll see you guys next week yeah bye thank you for listening to family tech talk Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I am Family Tech on all platforms and respond to all of my DMs. You can also become one of my techs by joining the Facebook group, our subreddit, or the Discord server. Just search any platform for Family Tech and you'll be sure to find the community.